Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Friday Fire. My name is Samuel Smith and I am the Small Business Surgeon. And uh, guys, it's my privilege to be able to talk to you this Friday morning. I am uh, very happy to report that the podcast is growing and uh, it's thanks to the listeners like you that like and share the show that have uh, that have helped it to grow. It's really, uh, really humbled me. So uh, good morning. Happy Friday. Um, Generally, what I talk about on Friday Fires is a little bit of a monologue. So for those of you just discovering the show, I do full-length interviews on Mondays with people from around the world of business. I'm still trying to put my Wednesday show back together with another uh, another guest host. So I'm hoping to have that rolling along fairly soon, but I'm probably going to be uh, probably going to be getting an office in another city here uh, in the next few weeks and so i don't really want to uh want to lock in another host on that one it's been funny you end up uh, procrastinating when it uh, would be a lot easier just to start knocking out episodes with uh, with some buddies over zoom so maybe uh, maybe some of those buddies would dm me uh, after they hear the show and they could uh, they could kick my ass into uh, into gear and then on fridays i like to talk to you guys about something that i've learned during a week whether it's in my own business or through consulting with my clients and uh, I just like to share a little bit of knowledge because, uh, you know, anything that I've learned, if I can shortcut your learning process so you can avoid some of the mistakes that myself and some of the other entrepreneurs we have on the show have made, um, that uh, that shortcuts your learning and it pushes you a little bit closer to success. So today's lesson comes from something that happened to us this week, and it happens to a lot of uh, small business owners. So um, one of my companies, the the Texas Media Foundry, they are uh, they're a media company, but my partner Tex that uh, that pretty much runs the day to day over there, his background is in trucking. So we specialize as a company in making media for the transportation industry. Now we make videos for other industries, of course we do, and uh, you know we make commercials for people, and we make recruiting videos and and corporate videos and all that good stuff. But you know, we really like trucks. They're pretty cool. They're big. They're loud. They're shiny. They make a good noise. You know, and so our uh, our niche, we just niche down into transportation. So we are one of the top companies in the country for producing that specific type of content. Stuff with eighteen wheelers going down the road. And so you know, when we get calls from um, we get calls from clients, and this one was actually referred to us by another client. Um, you know, it's it's generally because they've seen our work. We know what they know what kind of product we put out. They know what they're expecting, and um, we deliver good work every time. And so, when I put a uh, put a quote into a referral client the other week, we uh, we were told, "Yeah, let's uh, let's go send over the contract, send over the uh, the the, the W nine. Uh, which is so we can get set up as a vendor and so we can get paid, and then they they kind of went cold and got radio silent, which was uh, which was strange because you know after you've been given a contract, generally you uh, you know after after they verbally accept a contract, generally you you start the ball rolling fairly quickly, and so I uh, I wrote an email to see what was going on, and I got told, hey, you know what, 
we're just uh, we're just going to shop a few local options first. Um, your price was was okay, but we feel like we could get it cheaper. And I'm like, okay. Um, and they ended up emailing me back to let me know that they had hired a uh, a local company. And so I went and looked at the the local company's website. Just, you know, for my own volition, I'd like to know if it's something I got wrong with the bid or, uh, you know, if it was something that, uh, that that I had no control over. And it turns out I had no control over it. This was purely a price issue. The head of the multi-million dollar transportation operation decided to go ahead and hire a local videographer because they could do it cheaper. And, you know, that got me to thinking about what I can talk about today because... The the barrier to entry in the world of media is fairly low. Let's be realistic. You know, any monkey with a camera can make a video that's eighty percent as visually appealing as as a professional one. I mean, the the price of the equipment has fallen drastically, but what hasn't changed is the skill set and being able to engage an audience with a message uh, from within your marketing, and that's that's what he's not going to get fixed. So their problem. Uh, directly was driver recruit uh, sorry driver recruiting and retention and that's a very specific kind of message that you need to get out to those kind of people and so what I wanted to talk to you about today was the mistake I made in the past when this would happen versus the mistake or versus what I do now I should say that uh, there isn't a mistake and and why I made those changes. So in the past, when you need work and you just need money, as an entrepreneur beginning, and, and we all do it, you go, hey, you know what? This job's going to cost me, I don't know, $3,000 to do, and I want to make $3,000 in profit, so I'm going to bid it out at $6,000, right? And you turn in the bid at $6,000, and they come back and they say, hey, my budget's only 3000 You know, what can you do? And you're like, well, yeah, you know, all right. So it's going to cost me 3000 to do because i got to pay labor and i got to pay taxes and i got my time and my fuel. It's going to cost me at least 3000 to do. But you know what? Maybe I could give them a little bit of a discount because maybe they'll say something nice. And uh, all right. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I make it up on the next job. Okay, I can do it for $4,500. And then they go, oh wow, that sounds real good. Um, let me get uh, let me get approval for that. And then you'll sit there as an entrepreneur, and you think, well, damn, I'm only making fifteen hundred bucks, but I'll take this job because it'll lead to the next job. And then they come back and say, hey, look, uh, you know, Gary and uh, Dave and Miguel down the road, they can all do this job for uh, you know thirty eight hundred bucks. Is what they say they'll charge me. So, uh, you know, can you match that? Because I really like your work, but they'll do it for cheaper. And you go, you know what, man, I really need to work. Yeah, I'll do it. And then all of a sudden, now that $6,000 project with the potential of $3,000 in profit has turned into a $3,800 project with the potential of only 800 bucks in profit for the same amount of work. And you don't know the quality of work that Dave and Gary and Miguel are capable of doing. Your client doesn't know that quality of work. And I assure you that if they're doing a $3,800 job, 
than not spending three thousand dollars of it to do the actual work and finish the product or they wouldn't be in business for very fucking long this is why so many of you guys go out of business it's why i've gone out of business in the past and had to have a hit and a reset and fucking start over it's because you you're selling your shit as a commodity and it's driven by pricing and that's it you've got to focus on becoming an economy of one yeah to where you're special and the amount of value you deliver cannot stand in comparison to the poor value that somebody else delivers you've got to have something that makes you stand head and shoulders above that crown and makes you unique and you do that with value and pricing and it's a very strange concept and it was to me when i learned it too i mean i'm not going to sit up here or fucking high and mighty say i got it right because i didn't that's the whole premise of this podcast is to talk to you about where i've fucked up in the past and what i do differently and so when you think about it and we'll use video for the example because like that's that's kind of what i do right now um i do a lot of media and content creation um i'm doing more and more consulting and less and less uh content creation um shit i've in the middle of selling my real estate company altogether just because i love uh, consulting and, and and media so much it's been a it's been a weird ride um but as your prices go up there's a very 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 significant shift in the type of client you work with and the mindset of that client and again i'll use video as an example now anybody any fucking monkey with half a brain can make a video i keep saying this um i encourage all you half brain monkeys to keep making videos and hone in a skill set and learn to do shit you love like making video isn't hard making content is hard and that's the difference but making video it's uh, it's quite quite easy and it's quite fun so there's no shortage of people that you as a business owner you can go on facebook right now and be like, I have $500, I need a college kid to make me a couple of videos, who's going to come help me? And you'll fill that fucking order. You know, you'll find you'll find a college kid to come knock out a couple of videos for $500. He'll be as happy as Larry, and you'll get some videos, and I'll be pretty shit. And that's just how it works. Um, and eventually, he'll get better, and he'll get better, and he'll get better. And he'll probably go intern and get a job, uh, a company, making better videos and learn how to actually make videos. But what happens with a $500 client when they try to hire a media company? The lower the price of a product, the lower the price of the fucking video that they're going to be involved in, the, the lower their emotional investment in the project you know it's just five hundred dollars but i assure you when we come in now and the minimum our crew goes on set for um is six thousand dollars a day um that's and that's the minimum when you're with a business owner and they're paying six six thousand dollars a day for uh, for a shoot you bet you've got their attention and again, that's the minimum. Like I can bring bigger crews and, and, and bigger setups and it can go into the into the thousands and tens of thousands a day for, for the crew. But like a minimum. Um, when a client's spending six thousand dollars, 
they're focused on you. They, they will do exactly what you ask them to. They become an ideal client because they're so invested in you. When a client's paying you $500, that doesn't really matter. But when a client, you know, they're paying you, will be on set, on, on set and for editing, and they're paying $10,000 to put this project together, you're damn right they're going to pay attention. Right? But also, let's say we do a video for ten grand. That means that I can take my crew and we can do the absolute best job possible and we don't have to cut any corners and we can give the client the best experience possible because there is room in the budget for us to do those little things that go above and beyond that make the client super happy with our work. Yeah, so by charging more, your clients are more vested in the results. They will work with you harder and harder to make sure that their product and their result is perfect. And your business can actually make fucking money. You see, if a job is going to cost me $3,000 to do, and I bid it at $6,000, I've got to allow for hiccups and shit, so it might cost me 3500 to do by the time I'm done. And then that only leaves $2,500 for quote-unquote profit. Well... Not only do you have what your job costs, you've also got your operating expenses and your overheads. You've got your fixed operating expenses and then you've got your marketing expenses. And that 2,500 bucks gets eaten up super, super quick. So the more you discount your price, the shittier job you have to do. You know, it decreases your client's perceived value of your service. If it's so cheap, how the fuck can it be any good? You ever think about that? People don't associate quality with, with inexpensive. They expect to pay. They expect to pay good money for good service and fucking good results. So if they'll do that, do you think they'll pay great money if you give them great service and you give them great results? See, they absolutely do. Because when you raise your prices, right, it increases the amount of emotional investment that your clients have with you. Fuck, I'm dropping 20 Gs on this video. I better pay attention to this. I'm going to put some thought into it. I'm going to be on time for the shoots. I'm going to answer all these guys' questions. I'm going to go with these guys and work on the script. Yeah? It increases their perceived value of your service. That's another thing too. But most of all, it virtually guarantees a better experience for the client and a better result for the client because it allows you to operate at your maximum capacity, at your maximum ability. You can deliver the best possible experience for the client knowing that you're going home with a profit in your pocket and that it's been worth showing up for. You see? Case in point, I once got beat up on a price quote because we wanted the work. And it wanted to be a feather in our cap. And I won't name the name of the company because they didn't do anything wrong. You know, from a business point of view, they, they, they did everything right. But I once sent a crew on an overseas trip to make some video for a prestigious client. And by the time we got back, I'd been so eager to get the work. And it was such a big job and it was such a prestigious client 
that I'd bent over every which way possible in order to give them the best deal possible so they'd use us again and give us more work and all that other shit. And so we did a serious amount of work for about a quarter of what it should really cost and um, knocked it out of the fucking park. They loved it. We did the math and uh, it actually cost me as well as a week's worth of work for my team um, I paid $400 out of pocket when all was said and done for a multinational fucking logistics company to get their marketing videos made because I got the I got the numbers wrong. I looked at it as the the lower I make my price, the more attractive it is. But you know what fucking happened, right? They came back to us. They loved the work we'd done, right? And they came back to us, and it's it's only been a few months since they came back because, you know, COVID happened and... Uh, people stopped spending money on, on marketing. So all that started to come back. And this company comes back. Hey, we love the shit you did. We loved it. Can you come do some more? Yes, absolutely. Right. Here's what it costs to come and do that work. Here's what we charged you before. Here's what it actually costs. So if this is what it costs, um, you know, we're obviously losing money at that at that rate. So we're going to have to readjust our rates. And we got quotes from three, <laughs> three videography companies in their uh, in their home city, and we suggested that they go and uh, they go and use them instead. Um, and they were five to six times the amount of the money we'd uh, we'd build. And you know that right there, it people will take advantage of you in business if you're naive enough, but. That there goes to show that when you cut your prices, you're not helping the person on the other end. You're hurting yourself. And that's my advice to you this week, is know your fucking value and know how much profit you want to make for doing each job. And this is the hard part. When somebody tries to negotiate a deal that is not good for you do not take the business not all business is good business and you are far better off spending that time prospecting for your ideal client than you are doing the work for a cut rate because somebody's going to make it up to you on the next one because guys they never do so lean in on this you can charge whatever you can show that you are worth. The bigger the problems you solve, the bigger the invoices you can create. Do not decrease your price to get business. Figure out a way to raise your value. All right, that's it for me for today. You'll be good. Please have a wonderful weekend. If you get into trouble, give me a call because I like getting in trouble too. And uh, that's it from me. I will see you guys on Monday when I'll have to double check. But I believe we've got the Cookie King himself, Bennett Maxwell, making an appearance for a full-length interview. All right, you guys be good. Have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday. been the small business surgeon podcast if you've made it this far you clearly like it so go on itunes and leave us a five-star review this helps people find the show and spread the good word 
share with friends, and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at txfoundry. Thanks for tuning in.